Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Hi. Welcome, welcome. I'm getting everybody on. I am um, going live on Instagram. I'm trying to learn how to maneuver. So bear with me. But it is Monday. It is Monday. Okay, so I have my Instagram, I have my Facebook, and the podcast. So welcome. It's Monday, and I am so happy to be with you. I'm Latrice Bartley. If this is your first time with me, I pray you are having a wonderful Monday. Listen, it is um, for some, they have all our kids have already started school. Some of us are homeschooling. Some of them went to, you know, their um, brick and mortar. So whatever situation you are in, I'm sure at noon you could use a word, some inspiration, some a little umph. And that's all I want to give you. I want to just come and encourage you real quick. Um, again, my name is Latrice Bartley, and I am the founder of Purposefully Living. And what is Purposefully Living? It is reminding you that God created you for such a time as this. So you have a purpose that you have to walk out. It is also reminding you what you can be when you give your passions to God. I want you to know that every day you rise, it matters. It matters your attitude. It matters the tone in which you talk. It matters like he is watching you. He needs you. You are God's representative. So that's what Purposely Living is. It's showing up every day to say, I got something to do. I have purpose to fulfill. And so how do we do that? We get fit. Y'all already know. If you've been rolling with me, listening to me, you already know. You do it by getting fit, by getting focused, intentional, and tenacious about your pursuit of Christ first and your goal second. Yes, Christ first. Because here's the thing. Getting fit is not about achieving a size. It's not about, um, you know, just the external, but getting fit is it is about a transformation from the inside out. Um, society and culture tells us to focus on this shell. You know, how pretty can we get? How we have our hair done, lashes, mammy. You know, we want to be buff, but we are hot mess on the inside. We are mentally, um, th there's war in our mind. We're obese. You know, we have so many. And some of us look, we look good to the outer. But on the inside, we are a total counterfeit. Everything that we project is a lie. And so I want to encourage you that getting fit is being your authentic you. It is being bold. It is being the unique person that God created you to be. But it is also a process of being honest to say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. Lord, I've made a mess. Lord, I need help. Um, my my kids, they did a devotional today and it blessed me so because it talked about in their devotional, the name of Jesus. And basically it said, be reminded that it's one call away, one word away. All you have to do is say the name and I'll be there. And so that's what getting fit is. It's, it's recognizing that 
for me to have a fit lifestyle. And I like to use um, that word in the exercise terminology. Most of us, when we hear fit, we, we know it by exercise. But I love that because if you are a person that works out or you're into health and um, wellness, you understand the commitment fitness takes. You understand the drive it takes. Even when you get to the gym, you still don't sometimes feel like going through all the reps. And, and so it's a push. Every day, you're not motivated, but you still get up and do it because your health matters. What's well, the same spiritually? You know, we have to get fit. We have to get in God's word. We have to pursue him and his purpose for our life because how do you go and accomplish goals? How do you go and, if I could say, be great and live your best life? But what are you living for? To know who and what you've been called to do, you got to start with your creator. So that's what getting fed is all about. So today I want to encourage you. Um, this thought came to mind and so much came to me. So I'm just going to delve in today. I want to just inspire you, just give some inspiration for your soul, motivate you. I always say, um, and I like to just say this, if anyone said, what is so different about your motivation on Monday versus anyone else? Um, <laughs> Y'all, hold on. So let me tell you, this has been a morning, but let me just stop. Let me just say something really quick. Let me just tell y'all something. So last week, I think I shared this about how, you know, I just had so many elect, um, technical issues trying to get on. And a lot of times when you do this, you know, when I'm doing what God says, I don't take this lightly. I don't take it as, oh, let me just say a little something. And I hope I get a lot of likes. It's not about that. My heart is in it. I prepare, I pray because I'm always going after the one. I want to encourage if it's just one person to purposely live, to get fit. So y'all, I got off. And as most times, you know, you just feel like, did I say what I wanted to say? Did I encourage anybody? I pray I helped someone. And around the corner came my Langston who said, um, oh, mama, that was so good. You just blessed me. I was like, what did I bless you? He was like, motivational Monday. When you said, y'all, I was, me and my husband's eyes were so wide open. We were like, what? And I said, well, how did you see motivational Monday? He said, oh, I logged onto your Facebook and I watched it. It just blessed me. So there was two things going on. I was like, I need to up my parental controls. And then two, I was like, the fact that he knew my time, he's my biggest supporter. So I shared that because I just clicked on my comments and ain't filled with nobody but my son. So listen, if ain't nobody being encouraged, Langston is tuning in. Thank you, baby. He always encouraged his mama. But listen, here's what I want to encourage you with today. I want to talk to you about David and I want to jump right on in for this motivation on Monday and those that are even listening on the podcast because I thought about such a familiar story. You know, um, we've heard David and Goliath and if I don't ever want to assume that, you know, everybody didn't grow up in church. Everybody don't know the story of David and Goliath, but 
we have Goliath that he is, he presents as this giant and you can read about him in first Samuel 17. Um, and I would encourage you to read it, but we have Goliath, like I said, and I mean, even when you read it, the scriptures, like it outlines him. He was huge. I mean, his breast, his armor, but he was taunting the people of God. And so then we have David and David was the um, youngest of Jesse's sons. He was a shepherd's boy, you know, and and, and let me paraphrase a little bit because I want to move along. You know, many didn't think much of David. You know, it's just like he's a shepherd boy. That's what he do. So his brothers are at this point, three of his brothers is at with the Israelites and they're fighting a battle. So his father tells David, you know, take this food down to your brothers. So David takes the food down to his brothers. And during that exchange, Goliath, the giant, had been taunting the Israelites, the people of God, for 40 days and 40 nights. Okay, 40 days and 40 nights. And I want to set this Israelites, people of God, Goliath was the Philistine. And he's out, if I could say, I mean, he just taunting them, bring me your best person. When someone's going to come, bring them, you know, he's just gone. And David overhears this exchange. And so when he hears this, David kind of gets bothered because this was a usual thing. So they not move. They just get to running. But as soon as the Israelite army saw him in 1 Samuel, it says they got to running. But David had a different response because David was kind of like, wait a minute now. And I want to read it in a message um, version because David was like, who is this man that is, you know, taunting the people of God, if I could paraphrase. But this is what I want you to look at. I want you to think about Goliath as that thing in your life that's taunting you right now. Maybe for you it's COVID. Maybe for you it's dead. Maybe it's some a sin. Maybe it's whatever it is, it's illness. I want you to look at your Goliath because your Goliath is that trial. And I want to talk to you today about triumphing through your trials. Because here's the thing, I, David and Goliath, if I could say to believers in the church house, it's kind of one of those anchor stories, you know, like you have your Daniel, the Shadrach, Meshach boys, you know, and Daniel and Elias, then you kind of have those anchor stories. Now, all of them good. The, the word is the word. But I'm just saying as you grew up. And David and Goliath is one of those stories. But when the Lord gave me this to encourage you, I thought about how so many times we hear these stories and they bless us, right? Oh, that David, I tell you, he threw, he won that fight on the behalf of people. We love David. But we forget that for David to become who he was in the word, he needed Goliath. So that this was just the beginning, if I could say, of David's life. David was known as a man after God's heart, and it wasn't because he was perfect. He made a lot of mistakes, but this was just the beginning. But to get to all those other, um, to King and just everything else that would come in David's life, he needed Goliath. The thing that was taunting him and that was uh, agitation, he needed for the fulfillment of whatever else God had for him to do. And so I want you to, I share that because I want you to begin to look at your Goliath. Like I said, you know, but here's the beautiful thing about it. Everything that David needed was already in him and with him. And again, 
even when this taunting went, I kind of want to go through the story. His brothers got kind of upset. They were kind of like, you know, because David was like, wait a minute, who is this challenging the people got? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You know, this coming to taunt us. And his brothers who should have been thinking like David, they got upset. They got mad that he would even, you know, it's like, well, who do you think you are? Because in other words, you're not standing where you need to be in because he has the confidence he need. Now I'm mad, you know, so they kind of like trying to push him away. But here's what I wanted to share with you. I wanted to, number one, just start with how I, I've lately last week, especially last week, I feel like I was just going through so much day in, day out. And it got to a point I heard the voice of the Lord say, read James. Because sometimes we have to be reminded when we're going through things, we're so quick to, you know, oh God, why? Lord, take this from me. Take this bitter cup. Lord, deliver me. But seldom do we say, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this trial. But y'all, I switched it up on the enemy last week. That's what I started doing with the tears. I, it, you know, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't just, oh, it's wonderful. But with the tears, but I began to say, you're faithful. Hold on. Because James reminds us that, we're going to go through some things like abundant life does not mean carefree, trial free, everything going to go right. No, we're going to go through some things because ultimately he's building character in us. He's building. Um, uh, he's he's um, testing our faith. He's perfecting our faith. He's molding us into where we have to go. And so those trials, those Goliath situations are needed. And so I began to say, uh-uh, because see, one thing about me, I am one, I was, Lord, listen, I tell you all the time, I was not perfect, okay? I gave my mama a run for her money, but I was one that learned from others' mistakes. I might've made my own, but certain things, I'ma watch you and take note and say, yeah, they ain't go that right. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna go that route. Like, I didn't wanna go through the hard stuff. I didn't, did certain things like, yeah, no, I'm good. And I don't like taking tests. And so I began to say, now I can sit here and woe is me and why is this happening to us? But I began to say, Lord, as I began to read James, I remember some things. And that's what I want to encourage you today to change how you view your Goliath. Yes, just like in this situation in David Goliath, the chapter starts out describing the bronze, his height. I mean, to the natural eye, Goliath was like, he was he would put you in a fearful mode. But why is it that this little shepherd boy who no one thinks about, he just sized them up? And listen, he said uncircumcised Philistine. In other words, he knew he wasn't even in covenant. He like, what he gonna do to me? He ain't even circumcised, you know? And so that blew my mind because as trials come, sometimes the enemy, he attacks us through, remember this flesh, feelings and sight. This is happening. You looking at the account, you've gotten a bill of health. You looking at the debt. We see these things as giants, but then we got to remind ourselves, hold on, who do I belong to? Let me call this thing as it is. You know, my confidence is in Christ. And so I am going to say what God says. It's not what I see that I respond to, but what does the word of God say? And that's what I'm going to respond to. And so I want you to 
put Goliath, if I could say, yeah, it's it's giant. Yeah, the sickness. You maybe I'm just saying you got diagnosed with cancer. That child that is wayward and, and you're pouring everything in. And no matter what you teach, no matter how you've raised them, they're presenting a different image. Maybe you you started at one point in your finances and you like, how did we get a hundred and fifty some thousand dollars in debt? And every day the paycheck don't seem to stretch, or we just I mean, I could go on, listen, circumstance after circumstance of my own. And you and those things view when you're looking at them they gigantic you feel it your account feel it you know everything feel it but we still have to know what did god say what does the word of god say and i'm encouraging you this this is all still about goal setting because guess what there's some days that even when you're planning when you're running your business it's hard y'all it's not easy you know your health your health journey whatever it is that these things goliath he begins to rise up you know i'm just saying don't judge me but chips can be a goliath you know sweets can be a goliath i want to talk in health too you know and i'm not trying to be funny sometimes that stuff you like i just can't this thing keeps defeating me, but we got to begin to stand on the word of God and say, okay, get like David. David came in, he just dropping off some food, y'all, and overheard that his first response was like, hold on, who is this? You know, I'll break his neck if I could say, you know, he was kind of, and listen, here's the thing that blew my mind with this was that his brothers got upset. They not, cause it's almost like he's showing them up. He wasn't trying to, that was his natural response because David knew his God. And so if I could leave anything with you, point number two, you got to know your God. Because when life happens and uh, listen, things get in the trenches, we're dealing with COVID, you're homeschooling. So many things that was, if I could say our normal routines, we're in uncharted waters and trying to balance. And so, you know, you feel sometimes your heart feels overwhelmed. You know, you got parents releasing their kids to college and they don't know what that's going to look like. You know, we have all these things, but we have to know that God is faithful. He is reliable and ever true to his word. So y'all, here's the thing that I want you to understand was your response matter, how you see it matters. But then the thing that I love about this Again, just kind of going back to what I was starting out with, a lot of times we say things, right? You know, we are more than an overcome. I'm a conqueror. Those things sound great, but the reality is to, to say that, you need Goliath. You need your trial. You need, because you don't become an overcomer if you haven't overcome anything. You become a conqueror when you conquer it. But if you quit, if you keep bowing out, if I talked about a couple of weeks ago, being in prison, giving, a, giving yourself um, a prison sentence through fear, if you do that, listen, you're not going to overcome anything. So you have to know, don't, that sounds great. I'm more than a conqueror, but are you? Every time Goliath come, what is your reaction? Are you like the Israelites that you're running for 40 days and 40 nights? Like they said, he taunted them morning and night. Y'all, we got to get up and just break the enemy's night and be like, no. And it doesn't mean that all the time it feels great or it, no, but we can't move by. And I'm telling you where I live. You cannot move by this feelings. You might drop some tears, but you got to 
say, okay. And y'all, I'm telling you where I was living last week. It was almost like some, I felt like, I don't know if anybody ever seen that show. It used to come on a long time ago, MTV. And I think it was like punked or something. I felt like I was being punked. That's how much stuff just kept happening back to back, like by day. I can't even make it up. And I just got to the point, I remember driving my daughter to her doctor's appointment and I couldn't even say anything because I refused to even utter certain words, but the tears came out my mouth. And when I did open my mouth, I said, God, I thank you. I thank you that you're strengthening me right now. You're building me. Cause see, I have a habit of praying certain things. And then it's like, as I kind of go through the moment, I'll be like, wait a minute, that is developing patience, but that, that wasn't the route I wanted you to take me. Maybe I need to be specific and press how I want you to develop my patience, but we have to remember God doesn't see like us. He doesn't move the way we move. And so y'all, I want to encourage, encourage you to number one, thank God for your Goliath. I'm not saying that to get, I'm just saying, you know, if it's your situation that, oh my God, due to whatever, I've gotten a floor closure notice, or my child is acting crazy, or we're in debt, whatever your situation, my business, you know, whereas I, it was profitable and now I'm not getting the clients that I need. And it seems like I'm at a stall. Y'all, and first of all, recognize who Goliath is. He's got to fall. He's, he's already defeated. I said that we stand from a stance of victory. So that's number one. So we got to look at Goliath different. You're presenting an image, but what I see is not what is real. So now I got to take this word and get ready to slam. And here's the thing, what you need is already in you. I think about David's life. He wasn't looked at as much. They just thought, oh, he's a shepherd boy. But David said, if I could say David had been training for the Goliath moment all his life. He said, I've, I've slayed bears and lions, but he knew who his strength was. He said, I did it in the name of the Lord. The Lord strengthened me. And the same Lord is going to cause me to lay him flat on his back. And so y'all, this little boy has some confidence, but who that, that they thought was little all along, it had been on the ground training. Them sheep was just on the ground training, preparing him. When the little enemy would come in, the bears and lions on the guard, on the ground training, and so what I want you to see through that is I want you to look at your Goliath and say, number one, I already know that it's going to fall. Number two, I want you to be encouraged that you already won. You stand from a stance of victory. But here's the thing that I love. I want to go on because I want to in here. What you need is in you, but we have to stir it up. We have to stir up the gift. And how do we do that? Through the word. That's what motivational Monday is so important to me. It's not about me saying, oh, y'all, you know, be motivated. Well, how? Because I can motivate you. I can inspire you. And by three o'clock, you'll be back in the same spot. But the word of God is what motivates me. The word of God, when my heart feels overwhelmed. Y'all, I'm going to be very honest with you. I was looking at everything before me. And I'm a, I, I, God is my witness in me. I didn't physically say it, but I was like, do you know who you call? Like, like you want me to do this? Like, I don't know that you have the right person, you know? And I just be like, Lord, sometimes I don't feel like I'm built for all of this, but, and in me, it was like, I wanted to quit. But then I remembered Romans. I started to remember that I'm chosen. I started to remember. Let me tell you what I read this morning. Let me read this to you if I can find it real quick while I'm talking. 
Because I'm, I want you to understand that motivational Monday isn't just something, oh, to be deep, oh, to say. No, the word changes you. This is what I read this morning. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Psalms 138 and 8. And Psalms 139, you know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. You saw me before I was born and scheduled every day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. Y'all, that's what I started reading to myself. So then even though, and here's where I ended, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. That's what I read this morning. The word ignites you. The word purifies you. The word charges you. The word encourages you. The word washes you. The word will deal with you. The word propels you. So if you want to know how to live a fit life, I'm not talking about a cute exterior. I'm not talking about a pretty body or a cute face. But if you want to live a fit life, because see, when you fit, like the fit I'm going after, I'm going to just be honest with y'all. Let me switch over to the health. I'm in muscle building phase. Like I want to shed. I want to get toned on my arms. Like I want to be fit. Like I, you know, that's what my goal is. When you in that, there's stuff you have to do. Like you can't say I want to muscle. I want to gain muscle and I'm going to um, get abs. And then you eat pizza every day. Those two don't go. That's a direct conflict because your diet matters. What you eat matters. You staying hydrated matters. How you what you put in this body is going to dictate what the external the same way spiritually. How are you going to go and be hot? No, everything not going to work together for your good when you're not doing what you need to do. But it begins in the word of God. It begins in stirring up. It begins in knowing what you put in is going to show on the outside. So you want to live a fitted life? Then it begins in God. It begins. You can't accomplish your goals. You can't be the person that God has created you to be without him. And so that's why I want to encourage you this morning to get fit because here's the thing. Everything David needed was with him. And I want to hurry up. But this is the thing that blessed me, y'all, because a lot of times we will get distracted. You know, we again, what David needed, believe it or not, his his profession, if I could say him being a shepherd, all that time was preparing him for this moment. What he needed when he went to Sam, he was looking at him like, Boy, you can't go. Saul was like, you can't. You Do you know who you are? And David let him know. Yeah, I do know who I am. The same God that helped me kill the bears and the lions, I'm going to lay him out. And it's going to be in the name of the Lord. It ain't about what I have. But here's the thing. Saul said, okay, go ahead. And so what he did was he tried to put all this stuff on him. He put this armor on him that he thought would work. And that was so important to me when I read that, because that's what we allow people to do us. We'll say, okay, God, we're going to go do what you told me to do. I'm going to get my health back. I'm going to start the business. I'm going to write a book. But here we go putting on other people's armor. We looking at what this person doing. Let me do my business. How she doing? How did she get her life? And David knew not only who he was, but he knew he had to do it God's way. God didn't tell. He was like, this ain't tried and true. I don't know how to work this stuff. 
David was like, it's heavy. David said, I know this slingshot. I'm going to take this knapsack. I'm going to take. He knew what he had. And that's what I want to encourage you. Be you. Be the person that God has created you right the way he tells you to do. Talk the way he tells you to talk. Be confident and know that he that has called you, he's the one that's going to do the work, not you. And so say, God, I yield. I'm willing to use my personality, my big head, my big nose, whatever you think that discredits you. It's what God wants to use. And so I want to encourage you today. What you need is already, it's right there. Just pick it up and give it to God and let him use it. And so as the story goes on, he, um, listen, David took the Goliath down, but here's the part that I want to end with. I want to end with this because I love this. Um, I want to encourage you, like I said, to start off, identify your Goliath whatever it is, but then begin to thank God for it. Look at the Goliath knowing that he's already got to go down. He's going down. So I don't care how big, how long he's been there screaming for the Israelites. It was 40 days and 40 nights. You might feel like I'm in six months. This is my second year battle of this. Know, know that Goliath is going down. But here's the thing. We got to get a clap back game. Now, I, I don't learn a new term. I ain't gonna lie. I, I got it from the millennials. Am I a millennial? I don't think I am. But anyway, clap back game. David had a clap back game. We had to get a clap back game. Y'all, I love this. Let me let me read this to you. Um, When he came to Goliath, look, Goliath done got mad. Goliath walked out and sneered at him. And he said, am I a dog? You, he roared at David that you come at me with a stick? And curse, and he cursed David by the names of his gods. He said, Come over here and I'll give you a flesh to the birds. Now, this remind me of like them. Um, if I could say back in the day when you used to rank, I don't know, I might be telling my age, I don't know if they still rank, but you know, you used to rank your mama sold that. Okay, well, anyway, you didn't get into ranking if you couldn't rank because you didn't play that game because they could go hard. So, you better knew that you was gonna be able to handle it just as much you could dish it. But look. This, if I could say, this like a spiritual ranking. David replied and said, listen, you come to me with a sword, spear, and javelin, but I'm coming to you. He didn't even talk about his sling. He said, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the army of Israel. Today, the Lord, not David, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head and give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild. Y'all, David done just clapped all the way back. He said, first of all, I see you. You coming with this sword and all this stuff. But first of all, it ain't about my, I'm not even talking about my rock. I'm not even gonna talk about what I've done before. I'm coming in the name of the Lord. And he put the burden on the Lord. He said, the Lord will conquer you. That's who gonna conquer you. Now, when he conquer you, I'm gonna kill you. Because he's going to already give me the battle and I'm going to just put the sword. Y'all, I saw so much spiritual in that. And I saw how this little boy, he like, you talk, but not, let me tell you what's going to happen. And guess what happened? Just what David said. And so I want to encourage you. Listen, identify your Goliath, but didn't know he has to go down. But we have to, again, know the word because David said it wasn't going to be by me. It's going to be the Lord. And that's what I want you to know. It's going to be the Lord. It's not going to be us that can run the business. It's not going to be us that can homeschool these children. It's not going to be you. Yes, we have work to do, but I want to encourage you to stop, sit, and see. It's going to be the Lord working through you. And if you're watching me and you don't know 
know the Lord, then I want I want to plead with you. You need him. You need the Lord. You need the Holy Spirit. You can't make it without him. He's your enabler. He's your helper. He's the one that created you and he created you to do good works, but you can't do and fulfill and be who he has called you to be without him. So how do you get him? Because that's how I'm going to end the day. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is number one, you got to admit that you need help. You can't get help without asking. So you got to be able to know I need help. And that's the first step. Lord, help me. I need you. I'm tired of doing it my way. Admit that you are a sinner. God, I need help. And then you believe, you believe that Jesus is the son of God. He died for you. He died. If it had just been you, he would have went to the cross. That's how much you love him. And then as I always say, listen, after that, you believe you receive him. It's just like I give you a gift. Somebody don't give you a gift and you be like, no. Okay, well, I mean, I'm trying to bless you. No, you receive them in your heart. And then you get in this word. And so I want to encourage you today. How do we triumph through our trials? Listen, look at Goliath. Know that he's going down. Tell God, like James reminds us, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for Goliath. Thank you for testing my patience. Thank you because you know that something in me has to be developed for where I'm going. You know that this diet, I keep struggling on this part, but this has to be developed for me to live a fit life. You know that I'm not disciplined in my schedule and my routines, but this has to be worked on to get me to where I'm going. So Lord, thank you for the Goliath, but God give me it's going to be you and me that's going to slay Goliath. Don't let Goliath scare you. All he is is a big, uh, just a bunch of L. He already defeated. So I want to encourage you today. Listen, like I said, the last thing for the one I was talking to that might not know the Lord, you admit that you're a sinner, repent from your sins, believe in your heart that Jesus is the son of God, that he went to the cross for you. God gave his only begotten son just for you. Receive him in your heart. And then listen, you begin to tell people, let everybody know, y'all, I'm changed. It don't matter how you feel. Let me tell you that right now. It don't matter how you feel because tomorrow you ain't going to feel saved. Them friends, you going to go through some tests, but you don't have to go through them alone. You have believers. You have so many people that is rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. And so I want to encourage you today that you can make it. Goliath is going down, y'all. Be encouraged this week, no matter what's before you, no matter what the test, the task, know that you and God is are the majority in every situation. You can do this. We can do this. Homeschool, we got it. Listen, why? Because if God has brought us to it, he's going to bring us through it so we can do it. But it, it how do we do it? We got to go back like David. You got some things that are going to happen, but you got to know that the Lord is going to accomplish everything through you. So. I pray you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Just know that God is for you. You got this. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for our children all over the country, our teachers all over the country. So I want you to join me with that. Let's lift them up because listen, whether they in school or at home, we as believers are to be concerned, not just with our household, but with every, every household because we have the answer and his name is Jesus. So be encouraged y'all. I pray something I said blessed you. Listen, we got this. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. And no, again,
We got it. God is for us. Have a wonderful day. Bye.